If you like movies, you like cinema, listen to seismic cinema. Top 10 female actresses edition. <laughs> I think I think we nailed that introduction anyway. Well, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> who who needs striking? Only joking striking. Right. So as Paul delightfully introduced Bob, why is your name fives? <laughs> Brought to ask you that. Yeah, I don't know about the Um, I was just wondering how long it take you to notice, but yeah. Like fives from Clone Wars, yeah. Always, yep. seeking, always seeking the truth. Well, this guy's name is Paul, by the way, just in case you're unsure. So this is our weekly ranking podcast, and it's always the highlight of my week to to rank things. It's one of my favourite things to do. Paul, it was your choice this week in terms of what we're ranking. So although you sung it, do you want to just expand a wee bit more, pretend um, with the reason why we why we chose to do it? Yeah, like I said in the previous podcast as well, I uh, went from top 10 female actresses because uh, I think it was last week or the week before, it was International Women's Day. And one of the friends of the channel from Thoughts About Star Wars He's done a few episodes um, celebrating International Women's Day, um, going through different episodes with Asaz Ventress. And These Ray. are Star Wars characters, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. So he's done a couple of episodes in different Star Wars characters, and female Star Wars characters, and they've been really excellent. And that kind of inspired my choice this week. So, yeah, that's what I went for, top 10 female actresses. There's actually a very special event for a female in your life tomorrow, Paul. Oh yes, it's uh, Mama Kelly's birthday. And she's going to be the right, right old age of 75. Oh, thank you. You'll pay for that one tomorrow. Yeah. That means the force will listen. Listen to us then, we might get an extra view. I'll get the number count up a wee bit. Right, well, we get right into our, our top 10 then. So we decided, but it's just the two of us, we're going to do 10. And then if we have other guests, we'll maybe do five just to keep the runtime down a bit. And then we can go into more depth. So who's going first this time, Paul? Ah, seeing as um, I picked, you can go first. Because you picked, I go first. Yep. Right, so I actually changed my last few about um, so my number 10, it's not like a, a world-renowned actress, although she's pretty famous. Um, I just thought in this movie she gave... By the way, did you identify particular movies for the person? Because that's what I did. Yeah, there's a couple of bits and bobs. This isn't, this isn't movies as well, it's like TV shows as well. Did you go for that? No, you didn't tell me. I thought it was movies. Well, I've got female actresses from TV shows, so... Oh. TV shows would have broadened out a lot more. I like to be under pressure. Yeah, we'll improve our communication. Right, I'm just going to go with my movie ones then. I thought she gave a really good performance in this particular movie. She's been good in other movies too. I thought she had great chemistry with the, the male lead. At number 10, I went for Emma Stone in Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I actually like a lot more having seen No Way Home, which I still don't think you've seen. I thought she gave a really good performance and I thought her and Andrew Garfield uh, performed really well together. Yeah, I like that choice. I like, like she's a very good actress, very talented. Yeah. 
So I I accept your number ten this time. I, I, I think she's actually the best female lead that's been in Spider Man. Because let's be honest, MJ is pretty weak. I like Zend Zendaya. I just don't think she's maybe been developed enough. I feel like Emma Stone just had a really good arc in that story and. Hashtag spoilers, uh, a very tragic end which resonates throughout the, the Spideyverse. Oh, I've not seen Amazing Spider-Man 2 either. You've not seen Amazing Spider-Man 2? Did you die? She's only been in one film. Ah, I'm only kidding. I've seen it. Alright. I actually really like it. It actually really holds up on a rewatch. No, she's an Amazing Spider-Man 2 as well. well. That's the one I'm talking about. Was she not an Amazing Spider-Man 1 as well? No, was she? I can't remember. With the lizard. I can't remember, to be honest. She's definitely in two. So that's the one I picked her for. That's the one I thought you would criticise the most because I thought it was Amazing Spider-Man was a bit of a random choice. But what we're ranking here is really female actresses we like, but films we thought they were particularly good in. So Yeah. So okay. usually your number 10 in these ranking videos can be a bit <laughs> so you started off strong so like that you liked my number 10 last week into the Spideyverse that's true it was the week before that wasn't it uh, Jordan Belfort it was, Bell it was uh, Jordan Belfort yeah that's fine Wait, what's your number 9 then 10 my number 10 um, I went for Uma Thurman famous for probably the most iconic would be Actually, there's been a few iconic movies, but the one that I can associate her with is Kill Bill. Okay. Um, I've seen Kill Bill, Paul. Hey! I really enjoyed that, yeah, I saw it quite a few years ago. Yeah, so it's just wacky, isn't it? It's just crazy. Yeah. And gory. But yeah, so, so she's really good in that. And like I think you're saying the other week about Pulp Fiction as well. She's really good in that as well. It's just She plays a lot of good yeah. A lot of good roles, expect, but um, roles. Uh, I can remember as well. And have you seen Batman and Robin? Probably years ago, yeah. yeah she plays Poison Ivy. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, she, very good. And uh, she's passed on the, the acting genes as well because I don't think you've seen it. Um, she's in her daughter is in season three. Stranger Things, and she's right. awesome. She's awesome in that. So, I watched, I watched season one of Stranger Things and quite enjoyed it. I started watching season two and I just didn't click with it to, for some reason. Yeah, no demagogue no party. Yeah, I don't know. I just never quite caught me the way it caught other people. But my number nine is Uma Thurman. <laughs> but I. I highlighted Pulp Fiction, though, because that's what I watched quite recently, and I, I really do love that film. I actually didn't realise, until I was doing the research for this, that Uma Thurman was the one out of Kill Bill, because she's got blonde hair in that, so she does look quite a bit different. Not right, okay. So, yeah, I actually considered putting her in for Kill Bill, but I put her in for Pulp Fiction. I just feel like, from the moment she's in the film, I just felt really on edge. Did you not? Because when... Uh, John Travolta's character goes to her house when obviously he's meant to be like entertaining her for the night for his boss and then she's obviously kind of flirting with him and you just feel like something 
something crazy is going to go down. So, and I really like the scenes that they had in the in the diner with some really good, really good tunes. So yeah, I really enjoyed her performance in that movie. Yep, totally agree. But not not as much agree with you because she's lower than I'm not. That she's lower what? I mean higher up in my list. Lower down, lower down. I agree with you, but not as much because she's my number ten and she's your number nine. Yeah, but yeah. you've just it's numbers. You just got to put them in, put them in somebody. Hmm. So, Paul, what's your number nine then? Uh, my number nine is Viola Davis. Oh, from How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, uh, How to Get How to Get Away with Murder, and oh, did you um, choose her for that show? See, if I knew I could have picked shows, I could have picked people like that too. Sorry, it's okay. Like, you usually ask about a million questions. It's not my fault you didn't ask the right ones. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So I went for that and also her role in the Suicide Squad films. Right, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. I watched out your house, didn't I? I think so. Because, like, she, when she plays angry, she plays angry. And she, yeah, plays, it really, she plays it really well. Um, I would not want to get in the wrong side of her. She was on a, a mad rant in a movie. Did I know that you'd seen How to Get Away with Murder? Because I really enjoyed that show. I think when you did one of your seismic suggestions, I think maybe you mentioned it, maybe. Yeah, that's a good show. Yes. I really enjoyed it. Right, my number eight. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't know if you've seen this. If you haven't, it is a, it is a good film. Um, I went for Meryl Streep and The Devil Wears Prada. don't know if you've seen it. I have seen it, and it's super funny. Like I've um, yeah, not, not seen it in years, but it's really funny, isn't it? Yeah, I can't really remember all that much about it, but I just remember her giving a really memorable performance in it and being very like sarcastic. And I can't remember. Was she nice to? Was it Anne Hathaway? Was it? Oh, I think she was. Was she not horrible? Yeah. I mean, she not start off horrible, but then yeah, like yeah. kind of chill out a wee bit. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just a, a character that just came to, to my mind when I was thinking about it. And as a business teacher, I try and use that. I've got a few movies that I'm like, technically it's like a business film, so you could watch it in class uh, because it's got those links there. Mm-hmm. It's all about the fashion industry, isn't it? Yes, very true. The art department is like that. Yes. No, um, yeah, that was, I don't know. A very esteemed actress and a really good performance. Mm-hmm. So, on my number eight, I went for Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, one division. One division. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> I hate you for not telling me I could do it. Sorry, that's the last time I went to. Um, I'm over yeah, it now. Basically, for a. Her role in uh, One Division. She plays like all the different kind of eras that they go through really, really well. And she's actually got quite a good wee comedic side to her. Um, but yeah, I just think she's a, a really good actress. And apparent, apparently, um, my girlfriend vaguely resembles her. So she was quite happy to have her on the list. Is that not me that said that? Maybe, yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Um, I actually didn't realise till quite recently that she was the third sister of the Olsen twins. 
Yeah, I think I told you that. Aye, Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> That's uh, ironically, she became the most successful of them all, despite yep. being totally unknown when she was younger. Yeah, and between when I seen the word Olsen, I was like, well, she's maybe just one of the twins to change her name." But no, uh, yeah. No, I'm a big I'm a big fan too, so that's good. Um, so that was number eight, wasn't it? Yep. Okay, number seven. This is why I asked you if we could count child actresses, actresses, <laughs> in it as well. I went for Mara Wilson that plays Matilda. Oh, okay. I think that's like Matilda. Shout out to my big sister, her all time favorite film. But she did give. I don't think she really did much acting wise. After that, but it is one of those iconic child performances, and it's a, a timeless classic. And she does give an amazing performance. Yeah, I like that. I've not seen it in years right now, but I get yeah. I get made to watch it quite a lot. So. <laughs> is that one Danny, Danny DeVito, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, he's a uh, he's her dad. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I just remembered. I just remembered. It's not in my. It's not in my honourable mentions, but I wish I'd went for, I've forgotten her name, but the one that plays Miss Trunchbull. Okay. What is her name? She's uh, Ant-Marge in Harry Potter as well. Is it? She's Ant-Marge in Harry Potter and she plays Smithy's mum and Gavin and Stacey as well. Oh God, I have no idea. I forgot her name. You've got to be a bit of background noise going on, is there something happening? No. Nothing. Okay. Right. So, my number seven, Mara Wilson. I had to Google the name. I, I, I know it now, now that I recognize it, but I wasn't 100% sure. So, what's your number seven? My number seven is Emma Stone. For what? It's uh, probably the same as you. It's Amazing Spider Man and uh, Zombieland. Super bad. She's in Superbad. Super yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so she is, yeah. So Superbad is she, she had red hair in Superbad. Oh, I'm getting, getting interrupted from the background here. What is it? What is it? And Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad. I'm getting whispered to in the background here by All right. uh, the, the Elizabeth Olsen lookalike. Is she coming on? Got any guest spot here now? No? Okay. She's too shy now. She's too shy. She's just whispering movies at me now. Right, so that's your number seven. Emma Stone. Yep. No, I said that was your number seven. Right. My number six. This is what I mentioned to you earlier. I couldn't think of a specific film that she was like the best in, but the character and the actress who's sadly no longer with us. Uh, deserved a mention. I went for Carrie Fisher from The Empire Strikes Back. I I tried to think what what was her best performance. I feel like in New Hope she was she had that kind of weird British accent which kind of disappeared <laughs> when you got to Empire. It's because, it's because she was part of the Galactic Empire and she had a British accent. And the more they stray, the more they stray away, the more American they get. Yeah, I think Empire's. She's got her most memorable scenes with Harrison Ford, and the most like the standout quotes, like the scruffy looking nerf herder and things like that. So, do you agree? Would Empire be her strongest performance out of her six? I suppose. 
I would say so. Especially at the start when like obviously she's given Harrison Ford grief for like every single thing. I just feel like Carrie Fisher had to be on here and the reason she's number six and not higher is I don't know. Do, do you think she was like the standout in any of the films? To me, I don't think she was like the standout actor, actress in the movie, but obviously a really strong and memorable character. I don't know. The only memorable thing I remember seeing is her flying through space in The Last Jedi. And it, I can Spoilers. <laughs> I'm looking forward to our, our sequel discussion. That could be fun. We should just do that as a live stream one day up for that. Just We can just talk about the, the sequels. It's going to be a long episode. Yeah, it could be fun, though. Yeah. Right, so Carrie Fisher, number six. I would have put her higher if there was a particular movie. I thought she was absolutely like a game stealer in. But so I went for number six. What's your number six? I said it's a there, don't I? A game stealer. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard that expression. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm on the line. <laughs> right, what's your number six? My number six is Rachel McAdams. Um, from what is it called? It's called Eurovision. The is that the one with Will Ferrell? It's one with Will Ferrell. Like Eurovision, it's like the story of Fire Saga. I think it's called. I watched that and I I fell asleep. I don't know if I was just tired or if it was bad. Was it good? It was good. Huh? It was actually really funny. It's a, a kind of good feel good feel good movie for like because it was like the first lockdown and I wasn't. Yeah, I remember that, and I remember being quite excited to watch it. Maybe I was just tired that night. Maybe I did. Maybe I should give it a go. It's actually it's you, it's you and you kind of get towards the end. It's actually really really good and like I hate Eurovision, but I, I thought you said it. I thought you said I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's was good. That's just a subliminal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the Euro from the Eurovision uh, movie. I thought she was really good in that. She plays a she plays an Icelandic islander very well. And her singing's not half bad, even though she's no singing. Rachel McAdams was on my short list, but for a different movie. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Yeah. But I thought, I thought you would make fun of me, so I didn't put it in. I would never make fun of you. I love Mean Girls. It's actually amazing. Like I only, saw it, I only saw it for the first time like last year, and I've watched it like three or four times since. You, you need to change your name to Glenn Coco. Right. Okay. I'm just playing old Colin this week. Right. Number five for me. I think you'll like this choice. Margot Robbie from The Wolf of Wall Street. Nah, no rare. You don't remember. You don't remember. The film. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Um, yeah, I quite agree. I thought she movie. like to me. I mentioned this in a previous podcast. Wolf of Wall Street's DiCaprio's best performance. First of all, do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Uh, it's been quite a lot of good things. Um, it's one of his better ones. I, I quite like him in The Revenant. I prefer Wolf of Wall Street. I thought that's the one he should have got the Oscar for. But anyway, obviously, we talked about Jordan Belfort in the past. He's obviously a game stealer, was it? I think I meant a game stealer. 
Um, I feel like Margot Robbie comes in and goes toe to toe with them and really just gives like competes with them for like the the attention. I thought she just had a really powerful performance and really strong character and just a real game changer. Game changer, yeah. Yeah. Right. So what's your number five? Uh, good old Sandra Bullock. Okay. She was on my shortlist for something. I'm going to ask you what you chose for it. Yeah, well, probably the most recent one. Uh, I think it's called The Unforgiven. She played a kind of down and out. Been to jail. She just got back out and she looked like an absolute state. But she played it off really well. And she played the uh, characters I'm on not- the list. I've not seen it, but I think I've seen like the trailer. Or I've seen some kind of promotion for it. Yeah, that's an that's not an excellent movie. So I'll put it on my list. I'm actually doing it. I'm it the second. What's it called? Uh, I think it's the Unforgiven. The... Or, maybe, or maybe just Unforgiven. I can't remember if it is. I'll unforgive you if you get it wrong then. And Viola Davis is in it as well. So. I also had Sandra Bullet, as I said, on my kind of didn't quite make it list. It was a a guilty pleasure movie of mine, though. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds. It's like a it's like a rom com. Oh, is that the one where she's like? They pretend to be a couple. Like she's his boss, and they go away and like. It's probably my favourite rom-com, although I hope that's not a spoiler for any future podcast, but uh, I kind of wish I put it on there, the fact it's coming up organically with names you've mentioned, I've regretted leaving a few out, but I suppose that's the fun in doing this, eh? Yeah. I'd like, I'll do like, I've, I've seen that movie as well. You've seen the proposal? Really I've seen it. You're full of surprises. It's actually really funny. You're full of surprises, Paul. Right, number four. I really, I really, I really like this choice of mine. I really like this one. Christina Applegate and Anchorman. <laughs> yes. what's, the name, what's the name in Anchorman again? Ooh. Hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> Hold on. And she's also in the Vacation movie. Yes, that's a good movie. I've seen that. Uh, what's her character called? Um, oh, Veronica Corningstone, of course. She's I was going to go with it. Name that they call her. No, don't. Oh, family <laughs> friendly channel. Do you know? Uh, do you agree? I thought she was really good in that film. Ah, yeah. She plays the she plays the comedy roles really well. Um, I thought her and Will Ferrell had a really good dynamic, and again, similar to the. My previous choice, I felt they went toe-to-toe really well, and yeah, the humour obviously is really good. That was a recent seismic suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also plays one of Rachel Green's sisters and friends. Oh, right. I, I've not seen a lot of friends, so uh, I probably missed it. I have to see kind of what the episodes and stuff. So yeah, she's, she's, one of the, she's one of the... The other sister's famous. Is the other sister not Reese Witherspoon? I think I've seen that one. Yeah, so she's got two. She's got two sisters in the show. So there's that. No, I thought Christina Applegate was really, really good in that film, and Anchorman is one of my favourite comedies. 
And again, she's a real game changer. Right, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is a TV actress. Right. Um, I don't know if you'll have seen her. Have you ever watched Everybody Loves Raymond or The Middle? Mm, bits of it years ago, yeah. So she plays, it's, oh, my choice is Patricia Heaton. Um, she plays Raymond's wife, Deborah, in Everybody Loves Raymond. Right. And she also plays um, the janitor at Scrubs and wife in the middle. Patricia um, Heaton, is it? Heaton, yeah. <clears throat> uh, she looks familiar. Yeah, okay. she's, she's uh, like we've been watching like Everybody Loves Raymond, but an episode like Four Bed and something. She's like she's so funny. She when she gets angry, it's hilarious. Uh, and uh, yeah, she's got great, great timing, I think. And then the middle as well. She just has like such great standout performances. Uh, so yeah, I went for number four, Patricia Heaton. Cool. Awesome. Right, my number three is someone I've actually mentioned in a previous podcast. Do you want to guess who it is? See if someone I've maybe mentioned in a previous ranking. Helen Bottom Car. No, although she came to my mind quite late on. It was actually Imelda Staunton, Dolores Umbridge, Order of the Phoenix. Uh, is that the bad teacher? The oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Never spoke about it in the villains ranking. Yeah, hand scratcher. Yeah. I won't, um, yeah, I won't go over too much detail, but just capture the character perfectly. You absolutely hate her, but you like her because she does a great job and she's just really evil. And she's also, I mentioned this, another one, she's going to be playing the, the newest iteration of the Queen and the Crown. Have you watched the Crown? I have not, no. See if you have, and, which you haven't, I'll get on it. Here's my seismic suggestion for you. Nah, not really one for the moment, okay. Right, Paul, come on. <laughs> Alienator fan base. Right. What's your number three? My number three is Vera Formiga. Sorry? <laughs> Vera Formiga. Vera Formiga from... So, probably the most recognisable would probably be from the, the Conjuring movies. Have you seen them? <sighs> to be honest... Those kind of movies all mix up in my head. I have seen ones from of that kind of ilk, so I possibly have. What's the name again? Uh, Vera Farmiga. So she's basically, uh, what's her name? Farmiga. Farmiga, yeah. Um, she looks like she, she looks like she'd be in a horror movie. She's in she's in loads of things, but that's the one that kind of stands out for me. She's also right. in the, the Many Saints of New York, which is like the prequel to the Sopranos. She plays the Tony Soprano's mum. And she plays she plays that role. Awesome. Oh, she's in she was in Hawkeye. I've not seen that yet. She must uh, I think she played uh, Kate Bishop's mum. Spoiler. That's not a spoiler that she played her mum. I know and she's the other I'm archer. Have you not watched that um, Hawkeye at all yet? I've not seen any. It's only got six episodes, you should watch it. So now there's a second. I don't feel like our podcast has become just us telling each other to watch things. <laughs> uh, 
So what are you in number two? Uh, I'm number two, and I really wanted to get this actress in, and I thought of random films, including one called Lady in the Van, which is actually quite good. And then I, th- I actually forgot I could just put it in as the role of which I first came to know her. Be a bit repetitive. It's a second Harry Potter choice, but I went for Maggie Smith as Professor McGonagall, particularly in Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, I just feel like Dame Maggie Smith deserved to to be in this ranking. Mm-hmm. And I saw the first Harry Potter film before reading the book, but when I like, retrospectively read the book, she's just like exactly what you would have imagined her to be. And she's got that wee bit of humour, but also really strict, like when she gets Ron to dance with her in Goblet of Fire, which you've still not seen, but well, not seen all of it. And do you remember the bit in, you probably don't, Definitely Hallows Part 2, when she gets the stone gargoyles to move and she's like, I always wanted to use that spell. Also, the fact that she filmed at least one, maybe more Harry Potter films with breast cancer and like nobody really knew it at the time is quite a testament to her, her character and her work ethic. Fair enough, fair enough. It's a good good reason, Denny. Was she in was she in, in anything else apart from I think she was in Downton Abbey, I think. Yeah, Downton Abbey is one of our most famous ones. Harry Potter's obviously. Yeah. Uh, that movie that I talked about the lady in the van's good as well. Sister Act, I'm just looking at her thing now. Hook. Well she has been quite quite a few things then. Best exotic well, Nanny McPhee. Any particular things? Interesting to see your number one after that. Yeah, um, do you know some rankings you've got really obvious number ones? I feel like mine, I don't know, I feel like they could quite easily interchange. Just, uh. what's your number two anyway? My number two is another one from Everybody Loves Raymond. I think I'm We've done it in there. Is, uh, I didn't know you liked this show. Oh, yeah. We like, watched like, episodes like the bed all the time. And what we watch it while we sleep as well. We're well, not watching while we sleep. It's on. In the- <laughs> <laughs> watch it while you're asleep. <laughs> like, I can multitask. <laughs> okay. um, so it's Doris Roberts. So she plays um, Marie Barone, uh, which is like Raymond's mother. And uh, she's just like this overbearing mother kind of character that um, just won't leave her boys she can't give her like boys like a minute's a minute space but um she does like everything just to annoy, not annoy them but like she just gets in the way all the time it's hilarious she's hilarious and uh her husband is the is called frank but he's played by peter boyle and those two are together their chemistry is like fantastic. They just have a, a great relationship, and they're always slagging each other off throughout the whole series. And uh, yeah, Doris Roberts for me, number two. Just quite funny. We both chose two actresses from the same kind of series or film series for two and three. Did we? What do you mean? Well, I picked two Harry Potter, and you picked two. Did you not? No, mine was two and four. 
Oh, was it? Oh, it seemed like it was consecutive. Oh, well. <laughs> right, my number one is... Uh, my number one has been in a lot of films and gained a lot of accolades. I find them really funny. I've seen them on some chat shows and they're pretty hilarious. I went for Jennifer Lawrence from the first Hunger Games film. I thought she was really, really good in that. And it was a that was another book series that became films. I watched the first film, then read the books. And I just thought she gave a really, really good performance, like the way that the emotion she displayed and kind of action scenes. And I think she's just went on to have an amazing career and as a top, top actress. Yeah, I can put that. She's kind of one of the top tier actresses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, a Hunger, are you a Hunger Games fan? It's not really a franchise we've discussed much. No, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but like I've seen them all and I quite I quite enjoyed them. Like the action's really good in them all. Uh, and all like you're like you're saying last week, was it was it last week? Um, Donald Sutherland's character. Who sorry? Was it Donald Sutherland? Ah, President was, Snow. Yeah. Like I like him, he's just like a you can tell he's just a really, really bad. Really bad guy, and and um, yeah, there's a few points where it's just like a, a few surprises, I should say. But yeah, I, I like the movies. Both both book and film. My favorite one was the second one, Catching Fire, when they go mm -hmm. back. Then all the previous victors get put back in for this. Yeah. It's called Quarter Quail. I I thought that was such a good twist. I really enjoyed that that movie, but. I picked the first one because I think she gives a really solid introduction to the character and you really buy the relationship with her sister. And she's quite broody and moody, but still likable. Like she's yeah. got that kind of sarcastic wit. Have you ever seen her on like the Graham Norton show or anything? She's actually really funny in, in real life. I think I've seen her on a couple of interviews and stuff like that and she has quite, she has quite funny. Yep. So you're number one. She's from one of your recent seismic suggestions. It's uh, Catherine O'Hara, aka Moira Rose. Oh, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah. From Home Alone. From Home Alone, yeah. So I think she's like seeing like Shit's Creek. I think like same with Alyssa. It's like not the greatest actresses kind of thing, but. Yeah, they kind of found it, and I think she's just hilarious in that. Like, the way she just talks, she's like, the baby. <laughs> the baby. So yeah. you're, not, you're not choosing her for a home alone performance, then? No, she was a bit too frantic in that for me. How did um, you a child? That's so well, it was weird when I first watched watching Shit's Creek. I didn't realise it was the mum from Home Alone, because yeah. it was such different, different styles, but she I plays see. it so well in that. She looks a lot different. I wore mad wigs and mad dresses and all that. Yep. Well, I think we had quite a variance again. We had the Uma... Well, we had a couple of ties, didn't we? Emma Stone and Uma Thurman. Yeah, and you had a couple of honourable mentions in my life. Yeah, I've got a few more, which I'm happy to share. Have you got any you wanted to mention? Uh, I've got two. Two? Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> you really did your further research there. So it was a short, short list. Uh, I was almost as disorganized as you this time, so I'm not going to criticize too much. To be fair, you've been having a horrendous time editing, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it now. So who were your, who were your honorable mentions? Uh, well, one of them was kind of suggested to me by my work colleague, Big Paul, who talked to me about all the stuff today. And he was saying that one of his favourites is Jessica Chastain. And I've seen a few of her films she's been in, and like um, Zero Dark Thirty and stuff like that, and she's really good in that. But that was a kind of honourable mention suggested to me by from Big, Big Paul. Big Paul. And uh, one of my honourable mentions is uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She's in Gemini Man. Who is she in that? Is she the, the girlfriend? In what? In Scott Pilgrim? Uh, yeah, she's the, I think she's the one of the one with the kind of purple hair and the blue hair and changes all the time. Right, uh, okay. So, yeah, I really like her those different uh, movies and she was in one recently, I think it's called I want to say Katie I can't remember called, it was kind of like a woman version of John Wick, just tearing through Japan so yeah, I went for her I've got a few here um, I mentioned Sandra Bullock earlier uh, Mia Sara from Ferris Bueller's Day Off I've only seen bits and pieces of film I can't think of it Hey, oh, this is a good one. Um, I didn't want to put it in the top 10 because it's just the most creeped out I've ever been by a character. Betty Gabriel, who plays the really scary-looking woman in Get Out, I just thought she was absolutely terrified. You know the one that just stares? I think so. Oh, is she not like a maid or something? She's oh. at the window and stuff. Yeah. I just thought she was absolutely terrifying. I've got a few random ones that um, are just really iconic. Dorothy Gale. Is that the character or is that the actress? I can't remember. Wizard of Oz. Dorothy and, from Wizard of Oz, basically. No, okay. Because I think that's just an iconic cinema role. Rachel McAdams from Mean Girls. But this one you're really going to disagree with. I generally think Daisy Ridley did a really good job in Force Awakens. To be fair, I don't think she did. I think... I don't yeah. think she's a bad job in Force She's a good actress. I think Daisy Ridley's really good. Yeah, no, I don't have any. I don't have any complaints about her acting. I think it was more the storyline of the movie, yeah. not her acting. Yeah. acting. Yeah, I think Daisy Ridley did a really good job. Uh, Shelley Duval from The Shining. I thought maybe you would have mentioned her. Jack Swain. Totally forgot about that. I thought you would have maybe mentioned her. Sigourney Weaver. You actually mentioned when we were talking earlier from Alien. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another kind of classic one like Wizard of Oz, uh, Julie Andrews from Mary Poppins, but I thought it was more to do with her singing, which is yeah, yeah, than the acting oh, than singing. My, my phone right. has just jumped down to 2%. I better get it on charge. No, I do maybe do a Daniel. No, don't leave me by myself, that'd be really awkward. <laughs> you to do. Oh. Who would I talk to? And uh, the last one, actually, two things. Felicity Jones for The Theory of Everything. You know the one about Stephen Hawkins? Yeah. But also, I thought she was really good in Rogue One. Yeah, I really liked her job. I liked her 
um, in Rogue One. Yeah. I'm going to throw out just a couple of characters from TV shows before we finish because I didn't get to do it. Um, I've just had a total mind blank. Or forgot her name. Have I forgotten her name? Oh, just... my phone died. Is it gone? Right, well, I've been left alone, so it looks like I'm going to have to finish off the podcast by myself. Paul needs to invest in a good charger. So thank you to listening to our top 10 actresses ranking. Just want to remind you where you can find us. So we're now showing our faces on YouTube. You can also hear our podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please like, subscribe, and follow if you like what you're hearing. Next week, we're going to do a review of a film I've not seen and should have, which was Die Hard. And we're also going to review, sorry, rank our top 10 favourite movies. So thank you for listening to a Seismic Cinema podcast. I'm sorry that Paul had to ditch us, and we'll see you later. <laughs>